0: Welcome to the YouTube Creators Hub podcast, where we help you conquer the internet one video at a time. We cover everything from how to start a YouTube channel to how to make a video go viral. And now here's your host, the one and only Dusty Porter. Hello. Creative people, welcome back to another episode of the YouTube Creators Hub show. Where each and every Wednesday, I release an episode where I interview and have a conversation with one of the greatest creators on the internet, on the planet, on YouTube, and talk with them about their strategies, tips, techniques, tools that they use to help them grow, monetize, and basically build their video brand online via YouTube or even any type of online video. My name is Dusty, the host of the show. I also want to let you know, you can go on over to Patreon. If you found this show valuable, which a lot of people are telling me via email, via Twitter, that they are, please go ahead and throw us a couple of dollars over there for as little as a cup of coffee each and every month. You can support the show, help us pay for hosting, help us pay for domain names, the time that I spend on the show each and every week, uh, which is getting more and more as the show grows. Uh, I'm not complaining because I really do enjoy this and have a passion for doing podcasting and talking about online video. Speaking of podcasting, I would like to... uh, go ahead and plug my other shows. I have one uh, for podcasters. If you want to start a podcast, go on over, listen to my show, Podcasters Unplugged. Basically the same show as this one, except I interview podcast hosts. And then I have another show called called the Online Business Realm Show. And then on that show, I basically interview entrepreneurs, talk about how you can grow your own online business and make money from home. If you're looking to make a little side income from your nine to five, if you're looking to completely stop your nine to five and do something you're passionate about, start something from the ground up, the online business realm show would be You. Now, the interview is a little long this week, which is fantastic, no problem there. So, I'm not really going to drag this intro out. Last thing I do want to mention is that this show, as always, is brought to you by the fine folks over at TubeBuddy. Wow, what a month we've had with TubeBuddy! I've had a ton of people register through the link and support the show, and for that, I am forever grateful. That will be in the show notes if you're looking to try out TubeBuddy. TubeBuddy is a free browser plugin that you can upgrade uh, into a paid browser plugin for more features. But the tool allows you basically to make your YouTube life way easier. If you're looking for a tool to just streamline some of that stuff that you do on a daily basis to make it quicker from, you know, basically from brainstorming to completion of your video all the way to distributing it to social media, TubeBuddy is a fantastic tool. Hey, it's free to start off. Why not try it out? Click the link in the show notes of this episode. Try out TubeBuddy, and while you're doing that, you're supporting the show and myself. Thank those guys over there for always being a part of the YouTube Creators Hub podcast. So without any more further ado, let's go ahead and jump into this week's conversation. Hello and welcome, fellow creators, back to this week's conversation. I am so excited today to be joined by Alejandro Dominguez. He is the paranormal investigator and filmmaker known as the Dead Explorer on YouTube. He had his first encounter with the paranormal as a child when he saw a ghost in his grandparents' home in Mexico. Now he travels across the country to document real paranormal activity on video. Alejandro, how are you doing today? I'm
1: doing great, Dusty. Excited to be on. Thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. I am, I'm excited on two fronts. I'm not going to lie. When I was reading your bio, checking out a couple of your videos about a week ago, I begin to realize that not only am I excited about having you share your value about YouTube and content creation, but I'm also excited about the, uh, the space of paranormal activity. I'm going to be honest with you, Alejandro. I'm not very well versed on that space. So definitely you, you can educate me on that. So first and foremost, though, let's step back a little bit. And if you would, expound upon that bio a little bit and let our audience know a little bit more about you and your YouTube channel.
1: Yeah, definitely, Dusty. I'd love to. So uh, basically for the last five years, I've been uh, growing a non-scripted paranormal web series known as Dead Explorer. It's uh, a journey where uh initially just started something where maybe it was just combining my love of of filmmaking and and in my interest in the paranormal and it quickly became something much bigger cuz uh over time it became uh something where i got now close to 32 32,000 subscribers and uh it became something that went from a hobby to something that almost became a, a full time business but uh as far as you know the paranormal part which you alluded to it it, it is legit it's not uh anything that uh, I do as far as you know gimmicks scripted uh anything to try to get uh views it's It's this legitimate uh documentation of of my travels trying to see what I, what I can capture.
0: That's why I love YouTube. And that's why I love doing this show is because I can talk to people like you who I have no experience in the space that they're in. And the ability to use YouTube as a platform is just so amazing. So let's talk about that for a minute. What made you decide to say, okay, I'm interested in paranormal activity. This stuff intrigues me. I believe in it. I think it's some cool stuff. I want to go ahead and start a YouTube channel. At what point did you decide to do that?
1: Yeah, uh you know the the paranormal part actually came uh about a, almost a year after I initially started my YouTube channel. So just to back up the the reason I started a YouTube channel back in 2010 is just uh just I loved YouTube. I loved making videos uh as a as a kid in middle school, 6th grade, 7th seventh, seventh grade, 8th grade, uh, me and my friends would make videos for school projects whenever somebody had, a teacher gave us a project, let's make a video, you know. So uh, basically that was our way of, uh, around making, writing papers or, or doing demonstrations, doing speeches. So I've always been into making videos since very early on and then when YouTube came out, it seemed like a perfect place to kind of just continue that trend. Uh, so the GoSun stuff came out because you know like like i said uh, i i started the channel cuz i love making videos but all the videos were just about stuff i was interested in so you know i made a parkour video i made a video game video i made a video about uh zombies taking over the world just whatever random stuff uh, i was into at the time and and you know one halloween i said let's i, 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 I love the shows like you mentioned in my in the intro i, I did have an experience as a child which kind of has Kept me interested in, in you know the ghost hunting shows I see on TV, and I just figured uh, let's go try to and do one for ourselves. Little did I know, you know, I, one I got hooked, and so I wanted to do it again. And two, it seemed like the audience got hooked on dad because at the time I didn't really have a lot of subscribers reviews, you know, basically kind of you know at, almost begging your friends and your family to subscribe to your channel. Uh, but uh, after that first ghost hunt video. I kept getting comments on future videos. When are you going to do another ghost hunting video? When are you going to do another ghost hunting video? And finally I decided to do another one. And uh, and one thing led to another. And, and kind of just it kind of the, the audience found me and I found that. And and, and it kind of became something I never planned. So it, it, the ghost hunting part kind of came naturally. But it, I, I can't tell anybody I planned to have a ghost hunting web series on YouTube. It just seemed that I ended up there um, uh, just following the road, and it became something bigger than I ever thought it would be.
0: I love that. And then the birth of the Dead Explorer channel uh, happened. I think that's amazing. Now, let just this is not a normal question, obviously, that I ask everyone on the show. But take me through the process of recording one of these ghost hunting. Episodes that you do for your series on your channel. And I think this is perfect. I was just thinking as you were answering that last question, how perfect it is that your episode is going to release, I believe, probably the week of Halloween. So it's going to work perfectly um, with the thematic uh, theme of, of what we're doing with ghost hunting and Halloween. So I think that's awesome, by the way. We're just I, I didn't plan that. It just kind of worked out that way. But Alejandro, take us through the process of recording one of these videos videos because a lot of them are done at night. So obviously you have to have uh, you know, a flash on the camera or the ability to record uh, nighttime vi- you know, video in the dark. So take us through the process of recording one of these videos when you're going out ghost hunting.
1: Sure. Well, the uh, so the main content that my audience expects uh, from me uh, is going to be these ghost hunting videos. And it's a lot of work. You know, typically uh, they're all shot on location. None of it is ever shot. Uh, at my house uh, Practically Basically Because I-, I wouldn't want Haunted stuff In my house To begin with uh, But It's all on location. So Just send it up It's uh, you-, you gotta co- Find locations Either they find you Through your channel You get referrals Or You know Some of the places Are well known As uh, You know For being haunted You gotta establish a Relationship with the uh, The owner Of the property Kind of Negotiate Out a, a Location fee to-, to go film And then When we actually Go go out to film it's a it's a little uh, you you wear a lot of hats you know you you do a little bit of research into the building because you know the thing about these ghost hunting videos is uh, 90% of the time which makes my web series you know different than the ghost hunting shows on tv is that 90% of the time in real life things don't happen Uh, you know on tv they'll they'll edit the ghost hunting shows to look like something might have or they might use some gimmick or fake evidence or cheap thrills and, and and you know just with what I do I've met people on the shows and you know they've told me themselves it's it's edited to look like things that don't really occur for me then what I need to fall back on is telling the story of the location telling the story of the ghost stories of the location and sometimes just letting people see you at that location is what really what an, an episode might focus on. So you you got to be prepared to kind of fill time as you're recording. And so the, so with that kind of laid out, then you go in and, and basically try to capture what you can. You do a little with the research. You kind of found maybe what parts of the location you want to film. I mean, I filmed in places as small as somebody's house to as big as a five-, six-story-old sanatorium in Kentucky. And so uh, you you go out and you film for about six to eight hours at night. It's all non-scripted. It's kind of just off the cuff. Like I said, you got a little bit of history to fall back on, a couple of ghost stories to fall back on, but – uh, you never know what you 're going to film, and then uh, when we when we come back, I uh, sort through all the footage, multiple cameras recording at the same time, audio record recording at the same time, trying to find the best parts to to edit into a into a story in a way that there's something there 's a narrative even if it 's non scripted for the viewers uh, while at the same time trying to be true to the ghost hunting element of it, you know look at the video, look at the audio to see if we captured anything that we didn 't realize we captured the while we were there.
0: I love it. And I had two questions actually from what you just told me. One of them is related to YouTube and the other one is related to the paranormal activity. Number one, what is the creepiest thing or I guess spookiest thing that you've experienced while actually on camera, while filming one of these videos?
1: Yeah. I mean, I always think of, a uh, you know, two or three experiences that were really creepy. Cause like I said, a lot of times I'm actually started off so even though with my own experience as a child, somewhat skeptical. Uh, and so the stuff that has happened is the stuff that really kind of goes above and beyond what I might consider just something that maybe you could explain with with a logical explanation. Uh, You know, one time I was at a a haunted house in Rio Grande City, which is along the border of Mexico and Texas. And uh, there's a legend of a little girl who drowned in a well in that land. And so we're looking for a little girl. We caught actually a little girl saying mama, just about as clear as can be uh sounds like a little girl kind of saying mama actually on a recorder and when we played it back we realized that the recorder had captured that voice we didn't hear in real time what made What makes that story really creepy, though, is that, um, you know, we were excited. We heard the mama on the recorder. We ran down these stairs of this two-story Victorian home to tell the other investigators we were with. And it's like, hey, you have to listen to this little girl say mama. And uh, that same little girl's voice, this time out loud, clear as day, said, stay down. As soon as we reached the bottom of the stairs and it was uh, that's what it's considered a disembodied voice It's a voice that has no body. You don't need any special equipment or recording device to hear We heard it like there was another person in the room and it was the same voice from the mama We still had cameras and microphones recording so uh, that mo- that stay down was captured like if there was another person in the room on all our recording devices and it's and it's also a very intelligent you know as far as you know we had just gone down the stairs so if you put all that stuff together um, it was, it was really creepy to hear a little girl talk out loud, something out of a movie. Uh, if I share one more thing, that's uh, kind of creepy is, um, you know, I did an investigation, uh, at the Gonzalez County jail, which is an 1885 jail in, in Gonzalez, Texas. It's about an hour east of San Antonio. And, um, I was there with an investigator and, and an investigator seemed to, uh, actually start being choked. Uh, he started killing over his eyes were turning bloodshot red. He had tears running down his face. Um, it was really scary stuff. And so, you know, we ran him out and we asked him what happened, what's going on. And he said something was choking him. Now in that particular case, you know, it's not proved that there's ghosts or the paranormal. Uh, you know, that's what, we would consider a personal experience only he can tell what he thinks happened to him. But in his mind he was choked and, you know, even at face value, if it was just a medical situation, it was super scary. Now I did do some due diligence and actually took the footage to, uh, to a professor who's, he's the board of forensics for the state of Texas. So um, the tops, you know, CSI expert for the state of Texas academically showed him the footage and he said it was the footage of somebody getting choked. So, um, I don't know. I I really don't know if that proves that there's ghosts. But just in face
0: value, it was a very scary night, even even without the paranormal element of it. I love it. No, and I'm sorry to go away from the YouTube aspect of things, guys, if you're out there listening, but it's extremely interesting. And I think it's fun to understand the creator and where they're coming from and the type of videos that they're making. Now, back to the YouTube centric part of the interview, let's talk about the locations that you're going to record at. You said that people are reaching out to you, or you're doing research and you're finding these locations. What's that process like of finding a location to go and record one of these, you know, ghost finding excursions.
1: Yeah, well it's 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 a lot a lot have to do with the, the interaction you can have with the people who own these locations. So when people reach out to me, it's typically fans of the show. Uh I get a lot of messages uh via YouTube and social media from people who do what I do. Uh, and would like me to join them uh, and in some ways, I'm kind of, you know, one of a handful of people who create stuff for YouTube that represents actually this huge uh, community and in, in all over the world of people who do ghost hunting and, and not for a video. Uh, not for show. I mean, yeah, they create social media accounts to go along with it and stuff like that I think everybody does now for every hobby, but you know uh, I, I get a lot invited by a lot of fans and so uh, when it's that situation I kind of just have to You know do a little due diligence look into who they are see what they do see if they're somebody that they're legit uh, Is it worth my time to travel to wherever they may be? Uh, and, uh, you know, if, if, if I I, feel, I get a good feeling and have good communication with them, I'll, I'll go join them. And usually they've already got a location lined up and they're just basically asking me to go along with them and, you know, I'll film the location and they get a kick out of being on the show and they get a little bit of promotion as well. If they do want promotion, they get that out of it. So everybody... Everybody wins Um, Now as far as you know when I'm kind of doing some cold calling there's some places that are just well-known you can anybody can go on the internet and you know Google most haunted places in the United States or most haunted places in their home state or even in their hometown and usually there'll be Two or three sites at least depending where you're at that will list those places. So then it's a matter of just you know pick up at the phone uh, introducing yourself, you know, uh, saying the great thing about having, you know, 32 subscribers on YouTube and I actually have another 11,000 fans on Facebook is that, you know, it gives you a little credibility when you call these places, you, you know, uh, you, you can give them a link. They can see what you've done. Um, and, and so they know that you're just not some random person trying to you know go into their location. And then after that, you know, just the usual business that would be involved with any production. You know, you want to get the location release forms to make sure you have permission to film there. Uh, and you know you know it's a lot of these places they 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 there's a functional business, either a museum or or a place of business, and you know a lot. Sometimes they'll let you do it for free, just out of the their out of their own interest to see if somebody can document the experiences they have. The places that you know there is a business in charging paranormal groups charge, and there are places that are really famous because they've been on TV and they've been in every book, and they make a complete, almost either, either it's their primary business or it's a good secondary income. To let uh, paranormal groups come in for a fee, you know, on Friday and Saturday nights and, and do their little ghost hunting thing while they're there.
0: Such an interesting story. And speaking of income, how are you making money off of this content? And are you making money and, and are you looking to possibly make this part of your business going forward in the future?
1: Yeah, sure. That's a great question, and I think that's the question that you know drives home to everybody who's got content on YouTube, and maybe anybody who's reached that ten thousand uh, subscriber milestone. I think it's natural that people start thinking about how they can maybe leverage that that fan base into something. Uh, you know, as far as you know, the 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 AdSense and the YouTube ads. I think you know right off the bat. That's not, not nothing that will sustain, you know, the kind of cost that go into the show. Uh So there's a couple of ways that I've been able to kind of supplement the income, you know, the revenue for the show. One thing is I do host occasionally, especially this time of year, uh public ghost hunting events uh where, you know, people will pay basically a ticket fee and I will, you know, provide them access to the location. I will provide them. Uh, ghost on equipment, I will go and show them around. And this is kind of the kind of stuff that, you know, p- the same people would pay to go to a haunted house, uh, you know, attraction would do. And it's it's one way to bring in revenue uh, for, for the show, especially since this time of year, really, ca- you know, people who are just casual fans or are not into the paranormal at all might just be interested. And then, you know, I'm always looking at merchandise and I've messed around with T-shirts. Uh, I, I, I do get some... Uh, fees for attending uh comic cons i've done a handful of comic cons um uh throughout the United States, and you know try to either get a table to sell merchandise or get a speaker fee to go uh And then you know the things I'm kind of looking at going forward is uh you know the the subscription video on demand or just some kind of on demand content outside of what I do on YouTube that will let the fans who wanna have more content um and exclusive content an opportunity to to go into that uh and so those are the that's the direction of where I'm heading I'm also you know been working on the last six months to really. You know focus in on what might be good um uh, sponsorship opportunities and how to approach people for sponsorships i've i've had done a couple of projects um the biggest ones with fox home entertainment and and going out to los angeles and and helping them run a uh, a special event for media members. Uh, when they were releasing Poltergeist, the remake on Blu-ray and DVD. So just different things like that to bring the revenue source in. Other than that, uh, I do uh, uh, do commercial video work. Uh, I have a company called Ranger Dash Productions. It's actually what I use as the business entity for the YouTube series as well. And so that's going to be another that's another revenue source and and my last revenue source is uh, consulting in the uh, affordable housing industry because before my show became something it was just a part-time hobby uh, I spent uh, 17 years in the in the housing industry and the last 10 in affordable housing and I have a contract with the government that keeps me really busy so I'm, I've been self-employed now for 2 years going on 2 years and, uh, I basically was really motivated to become
0: self-employed so I could keep growing, uh, to and take it where I wanted it to be. So you're, you're a lot like myself, Alejandro, you have your hands in a lot of different cookie jars is what I like to call it. But I love that you have to diversify. Uh, and I, I spoke upon this in last week's episode when I was speaking with Matt in that, you know, you do as a creator have to find different diversified ways to, to make ends meet you know to make the money to help you support the content creation you know a lot of times as a creators it starts off as just a hobby and then that hobby turns into something that can be monetized and possibly made into a full-time business and there is opportunities out there and I think you're a perfect example of people ask me all the time well you know the only way I can make money is if I have a million subscribers or a hundred thousand subscribers but you know you're right over the 32,000 subscriber mark but you're still able to make ends meet and, and to make some money and I love I love that. I love talking to creators who are still uh, on the the ground and still in the infancy stages of monetizing and making money from their content. Now, speaking of your content, what is something that you wish, Alejandro, someone would have told you when you first started out on YouTube?
1: Uh, If I could go back in time, the one thing I would have done is uh, created a channel uh, name after my show. Like I said, I started – you know, before I did the paranormal show, I start, I started a year before that, uh, just making random videos. So to this day, my channel name, if people went to type it in, it's not you know YouTube.com forward slash deck sports. Alejandro and Austin, which was just kind of like a little thing I came up with because I live in Austin, Texas. So that's one thing I wish I would have done different. Um, and the other part of it is, is, you know, if I was going to give advice to anybody who's out there listening is just be really proactive. Uh, I think that's what helped me grow is be proactive about, Learning YouTube and learning the 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 production side you know i I volunteered at South by Southwest as a videographer a couple years in a row. I attended um uh, you know film meets in austin uh I attended for a year a group called the web Show Alliance. I basically try to go out and network and meet other people who already had done what I'd done and had learned lessons that could help me you know jump forward in in my process. Uh, more quickly than go through trial and error. But then a big part of it is trial and error as well. But if you can just try to learn the best practices both in the production side on YouTube and YouTube makes that easy with its creators blog and, uh, and, you know, the the YouTube creator playbook, uh, just learn all you can and follow it and try to be consistent because consistency is the, uh, the key to uh, earning a relationship with your
0: audience. Love that. So much value there. Now, Alejandro, you've already provided so much value and entertainment in this week's episode. So in closing of this interview, I want to ask you if you could give one piece of advice to emerging YouTubers or someone wanting to get started in online video on YouTube, what would that piece of advice be?
1: Do focus in on content that you love. That's going to be the most important part to continue maintaining growth and to get through the hard times where it seems like you're not getting where you want to be, or moments where you're kind of stalling out on your personal goals. The thing that's going to get you through that is focusing on content that you love because the passion is what's going to keep you going. Uh, it's not going to be about money immediately. It's not going to be about having a lot of fans immediately. So at least start with something that you love and people will be able to tell. And don't assume that something you love is too weird or too strange because this world is full of a lot of people and a lot of people have a lot of com- uh, you know common interest. And the great thing about dinner is that you get to meet these people when they might not be in your town, they might not be in your state, but they're out there, they're all over this globe and we're now connected. So, you know, people appreciate it. If you're passionate about what you do, people will be able to tell. It comes off on the screen. Uh, when you're not interested, when you don't love it, people can tell as well. Anybody, everybody knows that you can spot a phony, you can spot a liar. So just be true to yourself Find something you love and and go for it and and just stay consistent, work hard, and and in time, it will pay off.
0: Great stuff. Alejandro, you have an interesting story and an interesting channel. I can't wait to keep tracks and tabs of you and kind of see what you're going to do moving forward with the Ghost Hunting series and your channel as a whole. So if you would, let our audience know where they can consume your content online.
1: Yeah, I appreciate it. The best way to to get a hold of my content is just to go to dead. Explorer.com. Uh, there will be links to the YouTube channel. All the YouTube videos there are there. Uh, but there's a link to subscribe on YouTube from there, or just search for Dead Explorer on YouTube. And uh, from the website, you can also find my links to social media. Uh, on Facebook uh, it's it's what I do is do a lot of behind the scenes there so that's what makes that a, a good place to go if you really want to keep up with the travel part, the history part, the behind the scenes part of the paranormal and Twitter uh, at tweet Alejandro is actually where I focus in more on the business sides of production so I'll, I'll, I'll share articles related to video production, web series creation, I'll retweet people I'll follow people and I keep the conversation going there that's also where i have a little more fun talk about you know other stuff like sports and football and things like that so you know whatever somebody's interested in there's there's always going to be a little bit of different value from
0: each area and i recommend everybody go check them all out As with each and every week here on the YouTube Creators Hub podcast, all of those links will be in the show notes as well as over on the website, youtubecreatorshub.com. Alejandro, thank you so much again for dropping all of that value on our audience and keep doing what you're doing and we'll talk to you later. I appreciate it, Dustin.